0: Yo yo yo! This is Swift Epics here, and we're back with the Dual Perspective episode two.
1: We need a we need a good intro. Sorry, I just before I say I'm Rams or whatever, but we need a proper good intro now.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: it it just usually starts off with you just going yo yo yo. yo." (laughs) I mean that's cool and all, but I'd like a I'd like a voice man or some lightning thunder noise. (laughs) <laughs> just just a cheesy start-up to our show But carry on, my
0: bad Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm working on it I'll see what I can do <laughs> Maybe I'll just fart into the microphone or something And pretend it's thunder or something I don't know <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um We've got loads of topics to talk about today um, It should be very interesting And, um the, th- the first thing we wanted to discuss was Charles Hamilton. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's been very interesting lately. Yeah. Um,
1: News about him, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And ironically, he just got out of the medical <laughs> asylum today.
1: Yeah. reported <laughs> by Vibe saying that um, he just got discharged today from his Long Beach Medical Center moment that he was having. Um... Yeah, one idiot, really. To be honest, <laughs>
0: what do you think? I think they need to put him back in, to be honest,
2: because
0: <laughs> you know he's just gonna end up embarrassing himself again. But yeah, um, but yeah, our topic is about Charles Hamilton leaving the Old City Chess Club rap group. So, Rams, what do you think of this, and how exactly did it come about?
1: Um, when, like, Lupe Fiasco's radio interview with someone, some woman, he was talking about how the group came about. It was apparently started off with him and BOB just hanging out and then BOB calling over, um, uh, who did he call over? I think it might have been either J. Cole or Charles Hamilton even. And then, um, what came about was Lupe, BOB, and the other two rappers they started talking about forming a group and then Lupo was like, cool, let's do that. And then B.O.B recommended Wale. Then Wale came into the group. Then I think Wale recommended Blue. Blue came into the group. Then B.O.B recommended Asheroth. So basically they were just recommending all these artists that were kind of like fresh off the block, kind of safe, whatever, artists, even though they're not blatantly. Anything inspirational, whatever. Most of them, anyway. But um, eventually, it just became like a ten-man group. It became Lupe Fiasco, Asher Roth, B.O.B., Charles Hamilton, J. Cole, Wale, Blue, uh, uh, the Cool Kids, some other guy, and Pharrell as the producer. And they were all meant to have this. Uh, I'm beaming. Yeah, I can't even say that properly. I'm beaming, um, Remix. But I don't know whether that's happening or not, to be honest, now that Charles Hamilton's just buggered off himself, to be honest.
0: Yeah, cause the way it happened, mm. like the way he left or whatever, it's like he left a um, message Dig- on his blog.
1: Diggy sorry. Diggy Simmons, <laughs> even. That's
2: oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, Charles Hamilton left a message on his blog and, you know, he was kind of getting that blue a little bit. And um, I think he was trying to subliminally send a message to Lupe. I don't know.
1: He was sending a message to majority of everyone, really. He said something like, uh, what was it? He will only work with J. Cole because him and J. Cole are the two most awesomest artists of the 21st century, which is <laughs> bullshit. I mean, where, where's Charles Hamilton in this? What's he on about? J. Cole, fair enough, he's like one of the most upcoming artists everyone's waiting for you know, he's a hot prospect I'm certainly excited to see what he'd in enough for him and things like that but Charles Hamilton's done nothing, you know I mean, he's done like rapid mixtape after mixtape, hasn't he but other than that he's just gone crazy getting, getting punched by girls and <laughs> he's just and then he sends himself into like the mental institute and then he's got the balls to call himself like a hot prospect for the 21st century bullshit
0: yeah he's definitely got issues man and
1: like i don't know what what's the beef between him and wally do you know about that anything because he said as well he's waiting for wally to address his beef with charles hampton
0: I have no idea, because these days I don't even follow Charles Hamilton that much, because he just continues to embarrass himself.
1: <laughs> more
0: more.
1: <laughs> I mean, I only read, as well, like, recently, he um, uh, he's kind of got beef with Rhymefest as well. And
2: yeah. Oh.
1: Rhymefest's kind of like one person you don't really want to beef with, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, that,
0: I think that one was over a battle, a rap battle.
1: Was it over a rap battle? Yeah. No, oh, the. Charles Hamilton. I mean, I don't know how he is in rap battles and stuff like that. He's but...
0: terrible. He he got killed, completely killed by Sirius Jones, and um, <laughs> I think Rhyme RhymeFest killed him too. And well, you know, Rimefest, Charles Hamilton Rimefest was kind of hardcore. bragging or whatever, and I think that's how the beef got started. Um,
1: Rhyme, I mean RhymeFest, he's pretty hardcore in rap battles and stuff like that. He yeah. goes at it and hardcore and everything like that. Charles Hamilton, he gets punched by women. And people, he just gets punched and bullied or whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't really look good for him. I don't know <laughs> what what his deal is. Leaving the All City Chess Club, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. To me, All City Chess Club wasn't really much of a super group in my opinion. It kind of seemed a bit fixed for me. In a sense, with all these random artists coming in, like, kind of brand new. It felt like as if Atlantic, even though a lot of them, all of them, most of them even, aren't on the Atlantic record, it feels like Atlantic pushed together, you know, Lupe Fiasco with at least B.O.B., Diggy, Asher Roth, and whoever else they want to sign. Was
0: that? <laughs> that was my friend.
1: Ah, oh, no worries. Um... So it just kind of feels like a forced group thing, but at the same time, maybe they are all cool and stuff like that. Because judging the type of person Lupe Fiasco is, it doesn't seem like he would kind of uh, go the same route as, say, someone like Asheroth. Because Ash a lot of it his songs are majority about, like, you know, smoking weed and
3: yeah. like,
1: getting drunk and high and all that stuff. And Luca Fiesco is not that type of uh, rapper and all that stuff. He, he's kind of like more in, into uh, can't even speak now. Intelligent. Uh, he puts a lot of metaphor into his words, and you know he, his lyrics make you think. Whereas actual Roth, he's just kind of plain and simple, kind of just typical mainstream. You know, going for the drug users, whatever, whoever prefers <laughs> to be honest. And. So it's weird for Lupe to say like the artists he's working with in a super group like the All City Chess Club are artists who are like down to earth and decent in the world what hip-hop needs right now. When, you know, not really. <laughs> you know, Diggy Simmons, he's kind of, he's got presence but at the same time I'm not really too fussed about him at the moment. Uh, Blue, I'd like to hear more of him. J. Cole, he is kind of like... He's kind of like a younger Lupo Fiasco, but his lyrics can be a little bit ridiculed at times. Uh, Lupe Fiasco is just the legend that he is. B.O.B., B., I really like B.O.B. B. Uh, Charles Hamilton, well, he's gone now. I like Wale a lot. But again, it doesn't feel like a strong chemical... Chemical? Chemistry, <laughs> as... Um, uh you know like slaughterhouse they kind of seem like a very close group they kind of seem like they they work really well together they hang around each other a lot you don't see that with
0: yeah like i I guess um the old city chess club it just seems kind of forced like yeah just seems kind of forced together
1: that's That's... what i feel like especially by say like atlantic records because majority of the artists in that group are from atlantic and um the reason of the other artists coming in, like J. Cole and Charles at the time, and it, I don't know if cool kids are signed to Atlantic or what, but Because, you know, probably within those artists, like Diggy and B.O.B. and Asher and Lupe, They were just saying, oh, let's just add this guy And you know, They were talking within themselves, who they else they think would be cool on a track and whatever. And then it eventually turned into the giant 10-man group, which... Yeah, it it just it just doesn't seem to work in my case. I think for me, like artists are best when they just go solo, when they focus on their own career, go a bit independent, you know. And wasn't that what Charles was meant to be, obviously we spoke about it last week as well for a bit, that you know, he was supposedly the fifth member of Slaughterhouse. Joe Budden said no, go focus on your own solo. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, he he's trying to being slaughterhouse when they were first starting up but you know joe budden called him out he said charles you got your own vibe going on so you should just focus on you as an individual you know because i guess he kind of saw something in charles that you know um signified to him that charles should be solo like he's better suited as a solo artist yeah uh, you know i respect joe budden for pointing that out you know i'm sure at the time it, it probably seemed Bad on Joe's behalf, you know, just to come out and say that to him, but yeah, I think he, he was definitely telling the truth. He, like, Charles Hamilton doesn't fit in with any kind of group because he just, he's just too unique. He's such a unique case. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's an interesting character, definitely, you can say that, but um, I, I think Charles, I mean, he's. I'll give him one thing, he's got a few good songs that he releases and stuff and there was one song especially that I did kind of dig from him which was a dedication song I think it might have been to one of his friends who passed away um, It was a very chillax song, it was very mellow, very cool The lyrics were quite strong as well because that's when he was meaningful and stuff But a lot of other times he's just crazy and stupid
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, his,
0: his last mixtape wasn't even that hot but um, the pink lava lamp I like that that mixtape. That was pretty good. Yeah. I was probably one of the only ones I like from him.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, other than that, obviously, like you said, the last mixtape wasn't that great. Um, a few other ones that he's made, I've had a listen to them. I straight away just didn't want to give it more of a listen. He's just weird. I mean, uh, do you know <laughs> what his beef is with Blue? Do you know?
0: I have no idea, man. I have no idea what goes on in Charles Hamilton's brain. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I want to know either.
1: So Apparently, he left as soon as Blue called him out or something when Charles Hamilton said on a radio station that... So oh. He said something complimentary about Blue or about the group and with him and Blue in it. And apparently, they got some past issue going on with them. And Blue... Something like... Didn't like what Charles said... Apparently in Charles' view... Oh. Yeah, Charles Hamilton just went... I'm leaving... Bye bye... And then... Um, it was kind of just abrupt... The way he like... Sent that message as well... Saying you know... Lupe if you want to work with me... Contact me on Facebook or something...
0: Yeah he, like he kind of seemed like a bitch... Like... Yeah
1: he's just <laughs> <got> arrogant... <laughs> egotistical prude... Don't he? He's just yeah. a fool... Coming out like that... Saying it's Lupe... I mean... First off, Lupe Fiasco should be saying that to you, if you want to make a track with him or something, you contact him, not the other way around. I mean, Charles isn't on that level of Lupe Fiasco, neither is he on the level of J. Cole or B.O.B. for that matter as well, I don't think that anyway, and um, he's just stupid, he was saying something like, there's too much, I mean some parts he makes sense in, but I don't know if he's using it in the right place at the right time as well, saying things like, there's too much fake in the music world, Um, no one's keeping it real anymore, and so and so. But, you know, you're talking with, you're talking about collaborating with one of the truest artists in the hip-hop genre, you know, Lupe. And, I cannot be enough High praise of that dude because he's the guy that got me into hip hop anyway. And um, yeah, I mean, to say you know he's surrounded by a lot of fake people, uh, it's very weird considering his kind of over the top attraction to Sonic, who's like a mainstream whore as it is himself.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm, always, I'm always waiting for that Sonic 4 to come out.
1: Sonic 4. (laughs) This is how he would feel if Sonic 4 came out. It's just... (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's how he'd feel. Yeah, definitely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't say anything else after that. You killed it. (laughs) You you summarized the topic. With that one. (laughs)
1: Uh, I've got, I, I assembled all these sound effects
0: to <laughs>
1: assemble to just show what his life's about. And they're all basically sonic stuff.
0: You got any more?
1: <laughs> yeah, basically I've got like um where are they? I'm trying to find like loads. This is how he starts his day when he wakes up. <laughs> yeah. That's him waking up. <laughs> this is him trying to get through the day.
0: <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, just, just generally. Yeah. And you know, he's got the headphones as well. He's only got two tracks on there, and they're on loop. One is just... <laughs> <laughs> and the other is just... That's it.
0: Uh-oh, yep. uh... <laughs>
1: is that one or that?
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> that was hilarious. This,
1: this is when he like bumps into people. Like what goes in his head when he just walks into someone? It's just that. That.
0: Have you got the one <laughs> where um where the where he got punched by that chick?
1: Oh, I don't have that. <laughs> Damn, I knew I was forgetting something. <laughs> I <knew> I was- <laughs> Ring explosion. Uh, I do have one where he's jumping off, though. That's my favourite one. <laughs> just that, when he just jumps. Wow. Yeah, so I've got all these sound effects just to assemble his life. And uh, He lives in the sonic world, basically. He's just a 2D man going in a straight line. <laughs> in, grabbing some life, collecting some coins, along the way. Oh, um... When he finishes his day, when he goes to sleep, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's that's like in his head. She's like yes, <laughs> and he goes to sleep. Then the next day happens, and it all just repeats itself. <laughs> <laughs> That would be annoying for All City Chess Club to have. Just all those sound effects going on. <laughs> know, Charles Hamilton just walking into people. Or all you just hear is the bumper noise. Damn. Yeah, that's my assumption of Charles Hamilton. He just lives in Sonic the Hedgehog sound effects and... um Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's gone crazy with those sound effects. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he came to this show prepared.
1: I've been, I've been kinda prepared. I was thinking about it, like, when the news came out of him leaving All City Chess Club and coming out of the Mental Institute, whatever you wanna call it, and stuff like that. Just what really goes through his head, what goes through his mind, stuff, but it's just Sonic. (laughs) He idolises that dude. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? What do you think of him leaving All City Chess Club? Do you think he can do it by himself? Do you think much um, of
0: it or well time time has proved that charles hamilton can't survive by himself like otherwise he would have blown up by now i mean he got dropped from Inner scope you know so i don't really see anything positive in his future music wise
1: he's, he's not actually got a debut album out does he no no <laughs> he wasn't <laughs>
0: meant to
1: though but yeah oh ah, well
0: so yeah um enough about charles hamilton anyway um let's move on to hollywood oh yeah <laughs> now we all know that hollywood is falling off fast they're running out of ideas i mean there are some great movies that come out of hollywood every year but there's also a lot of bs ones too and um rams informed me like i don't know if it was last week i think it was last week he informed me
1: Days ago, Yeah.
0: <laughs> he informed me Of some new movies That are coming out From Hollywood And They're, they're all based on Board games
1: Well to, If anything I confirmed it to you Like Cause You, you came up to me Saying Have you heard <laughs> And I was like Yes I have
0: Oh yeah 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 That was it Yeah someone else <laughs> told Someone else told me About them And, and Rams confirmed them <laughs>
2: confirmed them for you
0: Cause you know I, I always go to Rams Cause he's the movie guy Man he knows Everything right? Knows everything that's yeah that's
1: true i guess i mean i'm up to date
0: so i try i try uh, yeah um so some of these board game movies that are coming out include monopoly <laughs> battleships nice.
1: Battleship's the one that's already being made at the moment. It's directed by Peter Berg, which who is kinda of like the protege of uh Ah oh crud, I forgot his name. Something Michael something. But he made um Collateral and Miami Vice with Jamie Cooks and Colin Farrell.
0: I wonder right? what he's gonna do with this this battleships then. Right?
1: <laughs> it's interesting, he's yeah. taking the concept of saying like um it's alien invasion sort of thing. And so it's the submarines against the aliens, (laughs) basically. So rather than the whole, you sunk my battleship thing, it's more about aliens trying to invade Earth. And the people in the sea have to go and stop him. And the film stars Rihanna as well. So (laughs) it just makes it a little more unique per se, whatever, but um, yeah, that's Battleships. Monopoly Monopoly's being directed by Ridley Scott uh, nothing's really been heard of him that, but one the bit that always gets to me is that in forums and such he spoke about how he's going to stay true to the board game to Monopoly, so it's just the idea of the world being a square <laughs> <laughs> there's like a walking hat and just taking over trying to buy properties <laughs> and trying to take over the world or but alas the community chest stops them with the fine and mortgages and stuff that you have to pay off for your hotels that you put in to Oxford Street or else you go to jail move directly to jail you do not pass go and you do not collect 200 <laughs> <laughs> I love that game so much but yeah I mean all these um board game companies like parker and mattel and mb they've been selling the rights to uh producers writers and directors anyone to movie studios basically to get it made into a film see if they can get any money out of it and so far the main ones have been like monopoly uh battleship you told me about jenga actually i didn't know that we're actually making a jenga movie
0: yeah that that one was the one i was most surprised about i mean Jenga, how, how the hell is that going to work man?
1: You know it's a terrorist based thing, <laughs> <laughs> if anything, you know that.
0: I guess that one's going to be um directed by Michael Bay or something.
1: Maybe, you never know, um, it's most likely to be Bay, like the film just starts with an explosion and some cheesy comments from kids and parents and all that crap and then you've got the one hot girl <laughs> in danger tied up to a Jenga building. And there's a terrorist ready to throw a (laughs) finger at another building to replace... You know, to take it out of the building put it on the top. I don't know. What the heck? It's weird. Board game movies are just bizarre. You can't really imagine or take them serious for that matter. Like Battleship, again. Um, It's another alien invasion movie. I mean, uh, we posted up just yesterday even the new trailer for skyline which is a low budget sci-fi movie um, pretty much the same thing <laughs> just alien invasion there again you know with lights this time and such so there's yeah. too many of them
0: the whole uh, alien thing has been done a lot man it has district it just... nine i saw that like in new york
1: oh that's a good movie though I yeah like actually, that, movie.
0: that was pretty good
1: that was very good It just depends, I guess, the way you take the concept of it, but because District 9 wasn't exactly like an alien invasion sort of thing, it was just more aliens just crashed onto South Africa and they were just stuck there for a while. More So it was kind of like a documentary.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking when it first started.
1: A sci-fi action documentary, which, um, which was quite entertaining and the graphics were very, very, very good special effects, and... It's an intriguing storyline. But, again... Skyline is like a low-budget Independence Day, sort of. Battleships, I I don't know. The only new, unique direction they took with that is because it's fighting with men at sea, and submarine levels, and all that stuff. I don't know. That's very odd. Um, Yeah, not really much... I can think of to say Risk will just be like uh, an army type of game depending on what time of era they concentrate on and who they dig up in history was like an iconic hero that they can find on wikipedia or something and just base the movie around him then you know just call it a true story whatever and then just call it
0: Risk what about Connect 4?
1: See, I told you about my Connect Four script, which is... Really <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> if, if any movie can be done from a board game, it is Connect Four, because it it's involves business takeovers, it involves mafias. The mafia storyline will be Wicked in Connect Four, you know, you know, taking over towns. It's been done before. It's been done on TV shows. It's been done on... Um, it's kind of been done on We Own the Night and stuff, but the idea is, you know, you're like this mob it's it's just a typical mob story really you know you're a family in a mafia you own a certain town and you own <laughs> a few towns which connect the red dots <laughs> three red lines and you want that fourth one but there's always another family in the way and you got to take them out <laughs> you know to complete the four straight lines or the four diagonals you know look at it from a tower camera view <laughs> Than the family from above like a gta 2 mode where you're just <laughs> taking over towns and cities it'll just be like a mafia family war thing speaking of which there is a mafia wars film as well the facebook game
0: oh yeah i heard about that yeah oh,
1: what the hell's that about why <laughs> why does it even be a game no a movie of a shit game a really pointlessly addictive game to people it's annoying
0: Maybe they're trying to bring the whole Mafia thing back.
1: It was already kind of back. It's just people had stupid ideas for them, in a way. But if you want a Mafia storyline to come back, you don't want Mafia Wars, a Facebook game. What's going to happen in that? People are going to contact each other that they need help with getting 82 gold. and, (laughs) And sign up. It's like, no, just... Don't make a game on Facebook, please. <laughs> well, maybe it, it
0: will be interlinked with the Facebook movie.
1: I think it will. <laughs> I think. I think in some way they're gonna like cheesily reference Facebook, signs <laughs> and stuff. You know, when you send your friends like, this guy needs a gun. This guy needs your help with Don Billy. <laughs> help him. Sign up and unlock some gold for yourself. <laughs> uh, Oh dear, those addictive games take people to bizarre thoughts and ideas, but yeah, what do you think of the board game movies? Um, I thought
0: it was pretty retarded at first, but I mean, I'm willing to wait and see what the, what they can do with it, like, you know, maybe they'll surprise us, but still I think Hollywood lacks originality, you know, and that's why, um... They wait for these crazy ideas to just come to them, instead of thinking up their own original ideas.
1: See, I think that's probably why we can appreciate films like um, Inception, because I, I don't really know if that's based on kind of like books or anything like that. I know it's got a lot of few references from other movies and stuff as well, but um, it's still an original story in a sense. It's still quite uh unique it makes you think it makes you wonder about like dreaming within a dream how dreams are formed you know it was quite smart in the way that made you realize that you don't actually know the start of your dream you just know it from a certain point and everything it was it was a really smart movie and i guess that's probably why i like thrillers like that or sensible movies like inception really it was very very smart it was Still an original to me to this day. Um, And so far my movie of the year. If anyone wants to go watch it and stuff, (laughs) I'd definitely recommend it.
0: Yeah, I want to see it. And I also want to see Salt.
1: Salt's out tomorrow. That's a movie I want to go see. Definitely. There's also Scott Pilgrim.
0: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of buzz about that.
1: It's awesome. If you've seen the trailers and the clips and stuff like that, it's really, really good. Plus, the books always a good read as well. Tons of laugh from the book. But again, it's like you said, it's it's just more like book adaptations now, graphic novel adapts and um, it's not really original. There's not anyone trying to be creative with a lot of things. They're just leaving it to writers, book writers and um, games kinda have more creativity, you know, people complain that with Star Wars, why those first three episodes weren't like how Knights of the Old Republic was, or even The Old Republic, the new one that came out. Um, you know, Mass Effect, that's going to be a possible movie now, With which, you know, yeah. kind of stupid. It should stay as a game, because it's just an insane story. It's an amazing story, I think, Mass Effect.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've messed up so many video games. Like by turning them into movies, man. Like Max Payne, that was a terrible movie. <laughs> oh,
1: Max Payne! Oh dear. There's Max Payne. Who's the idiot that? Oui, Ball. That's the guy. He he takes like loads of game adapts and makes them worse and worse and worse. Like uh, he did the trilogy to Blood Rain, as well. That's such a terrible movie. Blood Rain, Alone in the Dark. And some other crap stuff he does and he knows he doesn't rubbish he knows he's low-budget with them but he gets all these high-class actors in these movies it's ridiculous
0: um what's that um video game movie that Brett Rant is supposed to be directing
1: Brett Ratner yeah was he meant to make a game movie
0: yeah I think it might have been God of War or something <laughs> <Really>? <laughs>
1: God of War. he'd just get that wrong. Completely. He's just going to make the main guy have hair. <laughs> That's the first mistake he's going to make.
0: <laughs> he's probably going to put Chris Tucker in there somewhere.
1: <laughs> Chris Tucker. A bit of Jackie Chan, don't hurt. Ellen Page as well. Vinnie Jones. <laughs> Vinnie Jones will be Kratos. Just what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, with his little weird accent going on and such. But, um... Yeah, uh board game films it can work but at the same time it's a bit lame yeah again companies that it's companies at the end of the day that are selling the rights from their board games to these movie studios that for some bizarre reason believe (laughs) it could become a movie such as Monopoly it'll be interesting because I think
0: they're just looking to cash in you know like you said earlier yeah, just see if it will bring us some extra cash, so
1: yeah, it's just the name though That's the thing because Monopoly probably wouldn't even be about what we think of Monopoly as it is or anything It'll just be about gambling <laughs> 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 And yet the name is just so familiar that you know, it's just gonna go to Parker's or something like that It's, it's strange, but uh, that's Hollywood for you really
0: Yep. So with that being said, um we're going to get into the first song right now, which is my choice. Um I'm going to play some Joe Budden because um I was actually having a debate about this yesterday with some of my friends and stuff. Um, <laughs> they <laughs> they were saying how um like Joe Bottom's going to be a flop, his whole career is going to flop. He's not going to be big, blah blah blah. Um I I think if that's the case, then it's because the world isn't ready for Joe Bottom. Um, I think the only way he'll be big is if he sells out, and I don't think he's going to do that. So that's why I kind of agree that he won't be a, a huge deal. But with the whole shady deal going on, you know, he's definitely going to be, you know, semi, semi huge. So that was, that was my hope.
1: <laughs> I, I thought he was already quite popular and stuff.
0: He's popular on the internet, but as far as, you know, people buying his albums and supporting him on that level, you know, he's not that big. Fair enough. But he he has a lot of, like, he has has his own fan base, pretty much.
1: Fair enough. So he's got the trustworthy fans, but um, when it comes to actually trying to be huge to other people's eyes. Yeah, like
0: mainstream huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Fair enough. But yeah,
0: what's the song? Yeah, the song is called um Sidetracked. So check it out
2: people. It's some real shit.
4: Supposed to make it But what I show is basic I normally vocal face it Sometimes I wanna make music Sometimes I think it's just useless So you don't hear a lot of new shit Clueless, depending on what my mood is Sometimes I wanna dress down I mean I wanna let up But y'all be let down I'm so easily sidetracked I just lost with the of thought But besides that I wanna stop somebody and keep it real But know that they'll understand For I tell them how I feel I wish I knew how to feel I swear I needed something from the start like, Gotta call it, I just ignored My day is hectic overwhelmed with thoughts Leave a message This Saturday I Planning on shopping for my kid, wanna smoke no sinks. I'm like where the fuck's the store, got a migraine But I forgot that I was sick Cause these jeans don't seem to lay right over my kicks And this'll be the last time I buy this brand That I try this brand, oh shit the bitch called me She seems like the perfect girl to cheat with Sleep with, I bet that she can keep a secret I turned the radio on, I heard her be sick Know I could kill that shit better than he did Sometimes I could be so analytical With no audience, so who am I a critic to? I'm so easily sidetracked I just lost my chain of thought, but besides that I spent years trying to figure out why is that Beat on my drum thrown off by a cat. Get the club, get an outfit But well, fuck that, the lifestyle ain't about shit That no longer gets me up, it don't arouse shit what? See, I'm on my on-demand in the house shit I've lost so many relationships I mean, Is it just because I don't relate to shit? Me, out, me, I, I hate ignorance so much I'm praying for niggas, they didn't grow much Maybe a whole generation was raised wrong I'm only responsible for me, I gotta stay strong I'm so easily sidetracked just lost my chain of thought, but besides that I spent years trying to figure out why is that But besides that I'm so easily sidetracked I spent years trying to figure out why is that I mean, I'm so easily sidetracked Yo Still unlit, looking at a pic of a man cross-eyed. On uh, my way to kill the nigga till the third died. Uh, uh, or it's alive, yeah. just half tied Got frog eyes, the chick with the fatty walk by. Nice complexion, nice tan, and so behind I ran till I seen her destination was a man. So, in the street I stand with my geek in hand, for what reason? I don't remember beefing. No to sell for my can, get even. But I don't remember need needing revenge. Not anybody coming toward me, I'm reaching. Leg bleeding, so fuck it. I retraced my steps, following a path for my blood leaking. Let me to Warren's house, which I visit every weekend. To my knowledge, me and Kim wasn't speaking.
0: And we're back. I hope you enjoyed the song. Um Let us know your thoughts on that. So next... We're going to discuss Wyclef and his pre- presidential campaign. Now, um, there's been a lot of controversy over this. You know, like, is he fit to be president of Haiti? And um, a lot of people have come out and criticized him, such as, um, what's his name, Sean Penn?
1: Sean Penn, yeah. He yeah. attacked Wyclef recently on CNN.
0: Yeah, and also um, Wyclef's old um, bandmate, Praz.
1: Prize from fujis yeah they all attacking each other really <laughs> uh he said um he he's voting he just straight up said yeah i'm voting for the other guy he's fit to run for presidency as much as i love wyclef um he's just not good enough to be president of haiti haiti, haiti even that's how you pronounce it isn't it this is haiti yeah yeah good okay because i've been saying haiti but have been getting strange looks at the same time as if it's meant to be Haiti or something I don't know anyway uh, (laughs) yeah I don't know I think I think Wycliffe. it works two ways from him because the controversy around him was that the money that he managed to donate through his um, charity Yelly Haiti uh, he donated about um, was it one million dollars but he took some money from that, apparently, and spent it on his girlfriend at the time. So a lot of people were just like, you know, taking charity money is just obviously wrong. <laughs> it's mental everything's just meant to go for the, like, the care of the future of the kids, the poor, you know, for them to have food, water, and everything like that. And he's just taken money out of it to just buy, what, jewelry for his wife something that again can be seen as a contradiction of what he's trying to achieve for the country but at the same time he shows how much passion he's got for him um, he's done a lot for it but I think he's kind of the idea that people someone suggested it to him then like you know imagine if you ran for president And I think from that, (laughs) he's just got it absorbed into his head, saying, what if I was president? (laughs) I think he's just got the idea of sitting in a chair, a throne, and just barking orders. But at the same time, I know he's he's very passionate about Haiti, and I think, in a sense, if he's got a lot of strong passion, if he knows what change he needs to do for the country, I think he can do good. But at the same time he's running because surely it's just gone into his head saying you know what if i was president what if i can do this what if i can do that i'm famous people know me i will get votes you know
0: yeah i think it's like um like okay um the people of haiti obviously they love him they know him they love him you know he's like a um what's the word i'm looking for he's like a symbol somewhat an icon yeah an icon yeah, like he's he's an icon, like you know, because just because he reps so hard for Haiti, you know, they they look at him as an icon. So he's got the support of all the people in Haiti. You know, there's been people saying that they they're definitely gonna vote for him no matter what, no matter who the other person is, uh, all that stuff, right? Yeah. So I think you know he he's good in that sense because um he makes the people happy and he inspires them and you know. He's like a ray of hope for them but i don't think he has the skills you know to actually be the president i don't think you know he i don't think he knows what he's getting himself into fully
1: Probably know considering fully. with the whole earthquake as well how many people he has to help i mean as soon as the earthquake happened the last president ran he just ran away <laughs> He didn't even, like, you know, retire or anything. He didn't, you know, wait till the time was over. He just ran. As soon as the earthquake happened, he's just gone. Hence why they're looking for the new presidency. But um, Sean Penn's motive when he was accusing Wycliffe was a bit lame, in all honesty. He was just saying stuff about how Wycliffe wasn't there for Haiti when they were going through such crisis and stuff, which is, one... Stupid to say because we all know what Wycliffe was himself there, yeah, showing as much determination as anyone, you know. And for Wycliffe, he was saying it at a beach house as well. Of all places, say, you know, he wasn't at Wycliffe, wasn't at Haiti. Where was he then? Sean Penn, was he exactly at Haiti? No, he wasn't. I don't know, but at the same time,
0: like, you know, I mean. A lot of people just come out to criticize him just to criticize him, you know, just because he's the yeah. president or whatever, But he, he is actually passionate about Haiti. Like he really is passionate about it. You know, yeah. he went there, he helped them out during the whole, you know, travesty.
1: And with that, I mean, I think you just have to have strong passion and a motive to, you know, run a country. As such, is in general in any country, you just have to have that passion and.
0: Yeah, he has the passion, no doubt about that.
1: But does he have the motive?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just you know, it's everything else you need to be a president. I, I, I don't think he has it all. You know? I don't think he has the whole package.
1: I mean, I think further when, when the whole presidency candidates go further into their campaign, you know, when you, when you listen to what they have to say, to you know what what they will do to support the country, what they will do to help the country be a better place I think by then we'll we'll know obviously what Wyclef's motives are but whether they're good or not it just depends to be seen but he's obviously got strong passion for it um it's just a matter of knowing what his intentions are what he plans to do because right now all it is feeling like is that he he's just getting it into his head just saying oh my god I can be president I'm gonna run for it because that mean it's just like saying that I could have run president, you know, <laughs> just give me the forms and I could have done it as well. I'll fill it in, I'll be a candidate, whatever. I don't know, it's not likely to be that way, but obviously.
0: I'm going to run for Prime Minister one day. <laughs>
1: yeah, so am I. I'm going to join, I'm going to make my own party. It's going to have three people and a party hat. And then, <laughs> I'm just going to make up my laws. Oh, and a teddy bear. And no, and um, yeah, no, a sharpener and a DVD player. That's <laughs> my team. It consists of two people, a sharpener and a DVD player. <laughs> so, um, but no, I think, um, yeah, I think Wyclef can be a good president, but at the same time, he just needs to show his intention right now because it's a, it's a whole different game from just his charity organization which is the only thing so far he's been kind of, you know, amping about, really. He's he's kind of just hyped about the fact that, you know, he did YLA Haiti and he made so much money for them and donated. But at the same time, he was around controversy about it. Yeah. So and being uh, president of the whole country is a whole new game. So hopefully he realizes that, really.
0: Yeah, and last week we were speaking about... um. IRS and Uncle Sam and isn't he <laughs> still in debt to Uncle Sam? He's
1: still got some debt apparently like uh, about 2 million um, I think I read like, last week he still has stuff to pay to taxes so maybe being president is trying to give himself an excuse <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to pay I'm a part of the country's leader thing going on But it's just the attacks that are going on to him. I think they're quite harsh, to be honest. Um, It's a bit unfair to say straight away that, you know, he's not going to be a good president. It should just be given time. He should be given time, you know, just to relax, take it all in that he's now running for president and now just focus on um, what he's going to do, what will make him a good president. I mean, it's it's weird when you see stars like trying to do stuff like this like when Arnold Schwarzenegger became governor of California it's interesting because California you don't really see them caring much (laughs) as it is about politics or whatever like that yeah so they're just very laid back as it is it just seems like one of the easiest things in the world to do be a governor of California but at the same time he seems to be doing a good job there apparently so whatever good Props on him. So, and it's with Wyclef as well. It's the same thing. It's it's weird when you see stars wanting to go into kind of the whole politic game, because again, you just think uh, they're just doing it because they know they get easy fame and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like um, seeing a fresh face into it, seeing someone just starting up, it's quite an interesting um, build to what to expect for the future, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Haiti's always been a poor country and stuff, like super poor. So, you know, I want to know, like, if, if Wyclef did become president, you know, would he be able to fix the country, put it back on, on its feet a little bit? Yeah.
1: yeah, just get it, like, back on its feet and just working at a regular pace would be good enough, I think, for Haiti, you know, as long as they know that they're living happily and stuff like that, that they can be satisfied with what they got. And what they can build upon after that, I think they'll just be satisfied with that. Yeah, that's pretty much all I can say really about Wycliffe. Just, just give it time, really. Uh, all the criticisms that's coming against him so quickly, just when he's only just signed the paper saying you no, know, he's running for presidency, it's harsh, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely, we definitely need to see more of his campaign before yeah. we really judge and stuff. So, yeah, we'll look out for that. So, uh, moving on. Um, we're gonna get some impressions on Lupe Fiasco snippet. So, um, mm-hmm. Rams, what's yeah. up? Uh, you're the Lu- you're the big Lupe fan. You know,
1: yeah, I like
0: Lupe myself, but I haven't really had time to listen to the snippet yet. So
1: This one's interesting because it's like um, it's not a part of Lasers. It's a part of his album after that, apparently, which is Food and Liquor Two, the greatest American rap album. So it's very interesting. Do you think we should play it? Or
0: yeah, we could.
1: We could play it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> All right. Let's play it right now. We'll be back. guys heard it
1: it's only two minutes long anyway it's a snippet yeah basically um it's interesting he just played it before he went to sleep because it's called go to sleep as well and everything i got it when i woke up <laughs> irony. irony irony whatever but uh yeah it's it's quite interesting the lyrics are again original lupe style that he does it is filled with tricks and decoding and riddles and all that such um straight away went on the lupe fiasco site and you got people already trying to decipher the whole what's it mean what's he saying everything like that but to me it's just interesting because it's the fact he's making a sequel to food and liquor which is which is his first album proper album that he released to the world and it was amazing I I still love that album to this day just hear it constantly over and over that's one of my favorites so making a sequel to it is kind of an interesting uh, um, you know it has to live up to the name of food and liquor because a lot of people are already saying lasers is gonna be a disappointment but they've only heard like a few songs from it I've only heard two songs from it uh, Shining Down and I'm Beaming and I really like them tracks and everyone else is just saying "Oh, it's going to be a disappointment, he's gone this weird route where he's just kind of mixing in rock and everything like that, it's like no he done that with Japanese cartoon his rock band, now he's just doing his own thing, Lasers will still be a hit nonetheless, but
0: are they just saying that because of the whole controversy with Lasers or just like I
1: don't know, because people are saying like the reason it's not out is because Atlantic don't have a record to, kind of, they don't see a hit in the album, basically. And if that was the case, then surely the album would just be scrapped now, more than anything, rather than just kept in this giant whirlwind of unreleased records, you know? Yeah. I mean, surely the album would just be scrapped and Lupe would have to start from scratch, or that gives him the final authority to leave his record label and he can do whatever the hell he wants after that. Because how would a contract work if he's already planning ahead with another album, Who not Two? Surely that would kind of mean he's still with Atlantic Records? Because he was signed for a three album uh, contract Cause he was only meant to do three albums
0: yeah well unless unless atlantic choose to drop him themselves he can't leave unless he puts those albums out so he's Check. gonna have to put out three albums whether it's lasers or food and liquor two or not or something completely different it has because um, obviously
1: he's released food and liquor and he's released the cool it's only one more album he was only meant to uh live <laughs> for three albums and that was it he was gonna oh, okay. Quick. so one
0: more album yeah
1: one more album so I'm quite disappointed, I I wanted um, Lupin to come out which was meant to be his third album it was meant to be like a three disc finale for him in the game of hip hop and it was going to be amazing and all of a sudden he just scrapped it and made lasers and now that's not even coming out and now he's already planned and is talking about food and liquor too which is half interesting, half annoying annoying because lasers isn't even out yet, it's not out yet even, and Food and & Liquor 2, exciting because the first Food & Liquor was an amazing album, so it'd be interesting to hear what he has for the second installment for it, but yeah, lyrics on there, he's got like, um I'm just kind of like reading out from what people are assuming the lyrics are saying and everything like that. There's one lyric where he says But I'm warming up, oceans is on the rise And um, people are referring that to an Armageddon coming up With the whole global warming I'm warming up and then oceans is on the rise Being the whole global warming effect And um, I'd be an ocean with 11 associates on my side So he's saying though the ocean is rising it's He's still got people going with him constantly and it's a reference obviously to the movie Ocean's Eleven so he's got people with him until the world is kind of still rising with the whole global warming theme but I will never run, not even if they cry see I can never fall, not even down their cheek, that's a reference to when people cry not hearing Lupe Fiasco maybe but um, he's always going to be there, he's never going to turn his back He's never going to run away. Um, so when saying like, I can never fall, not even down the tree, because obviously like the tear stream going down with their face. And he's saying, look, that's not going to happen. I'll never let that happen. I'm not going to fall that way. Um, the song's reference quite a bit, a little bit reference to, um, you know, saying, you know, he's not going anywhere. And... You know, he's a real person in the hip-hop world. Uh,
0: so basically, like, just reassuring people and stuff? Yeah,
1: so that's pretty much the thing, really. Yeah, he's just reassuring that, you know, he's staying true. He's not faking it up or anything. And um, he's saying, well, you know, while he's going to do his job, there's other people that aren't, that are just, you know, nodding off. And um, you know, not being a part of the game anymore, which is true. Charles talked Ham- about. Sorry, who?
0: Charles Hamilton.
1: Charles Hamilton. <laughs> There's Lil Wayne, Drake, your favourite, Nicki Minaj, but you know, I won't let you defend her. So. <laughs> I
0: don't know what you're talking about. Man.
1: You know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know. Just, just a anymore now. <laughs> <laughs> you love that woman, just buy her album, hate it, and then complain about it afterwards. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that.
0: I don't know what he's talking about, people.
1: He knows exactly what I'm talking about. He's already got a wig, ready to wear. Maybe you've got Pink Friday coming out.
0: Nah, no, no homo.
1: line with his pink, orange, green wig.
0: No Which homo. Which one are you going with? <laughs>
1: Which one? <laughs>
0: None. <laughs> You're gonna yeah, go buy it. So-
1: go on, what, what were we gonna say?
0: You're gonna go buy it for me.
1: <laughs> oh dear. Gary, you have a lot to learn.
0: <laughs>
1: a lot to learn about Nicki Minaj. Um back to the song though. It's um it's a good song, it's a cool nice little mellow tune and a nice little reassurance that uh yeah, he's staying real, and the idea that it's going back to food and liquor 2, which it kind of gives the idea that um, people associate that album as his best, him being at the best of hip hop, being him like the real breath of fresh air, you know. So um, maybe he realised that, and he's saying, "I'm going to go back to these roots," even though I don't haven't really seen him slip off anything. I mean, the whole talk about Illuminati people just stirring it up was just total annoyance because they, I just don't think they got the idea that artists can go tell a story whenever they like. In the whole album of the Cool, he had his character build-up called My Cool Young History, um, and there were songs which kind of, you know, showed his growth into the game of hip hop. You know, he took fame. Rather than a real life to support, you know, his daughter and his girlfriend or whatever, he took the fame and he took the streets. He took that hustler life, no, not hustler life. He took the gangster life, and eventually ended up getting killed by a character called the Die. But people took like strong references of those songs as an Illuminati effect. They were saying like, oh, what if he's talking about himself? It's like, no, he's not you got to listen to the song. You've got to listen to the character. you got to li- listen to his interviews and stuff like that. So, that was very stupid of people um, to talk about Illuminati associate with him because artists aren't really going to dive into that topic, really. They're not really going to say whether they are a part of it or not. Yeah. To be honest, in my opinion, it's just everyone's just stirring up a load of crap and then it's just going to be constantly talked about and artists won't say anything because it's to them making money or whatever I don't know but I, I'm intrigued I think the snippet's quite an interesting turn of events for Lupe and um, I want to hear more basically as long as he doesn't in, well I don't know how fast he'll do these things maybe he'll do more snippets maybe he'll release a full track again but We're still waiting for Lasers, man. (laughs) We still want... I I still want the album to come out, so... I don't really... It's just interesting, go to sleep, but... regards to Food and Liquor 2, the greatest American rap album... I don't think it can be called the greatest American rap album until he friggin' releases Lasers first. (laughs) And then we'll see what the heck happens afterwards. That's my opinion. It's got some cool lyrics in there, though. I mean, obviously, it's typical Lupe fiasco with metaphors and riddles. Um, Yeah. It's a good track. People should leave comments if they want to talk about the track as well.
0: Yeah, definitely leave comments, people. Let us know your thoughts on, you know, the music, the topics, anything. Just hit us up. Indeed. Yeah, um... Next I want to go through the results on our poll Which is something I'm going to do every week Um, So the poll we've had up over the past I'd say two weeks Is um, based on the MTV list Who is your breakthrough artist of 2010 And the choices were Digi Simmons, Travis Porter, Wiz Khalifa J. Cole and Nicki Minaj And As it stands right now Um Well There's been kind of a little error with the (laughs) (laughs) The whole poll I don't know what's going on It's it's some kind of glitch But basically it seems like three people Have voted for Digi Simmons So 21% Um there's been a total of 14 voters overall Might I add So three for Digi Simmons I think Um (laughs) Maybe yeah, uh Travis Porter has had zero votes. Poor guy. <laughs> Who is he though? <laughs> Wiz Khalifa has had three votes, twenty-one percent. And Nicki Minaj and J. Cole are drawing with four votes apiece, both at twenty-nine percent. So, I wonder which crazy people voted for Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're just kinda of like... You're a bit like the game at the moment, being all bipolar and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're in Nicki Minaj now, you're like, ooh, and these crazy people. <laughs> what do you want
0: to do? Oh, uh, man, I, I voted for Jake Cole, man.
1: Sure you did. I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the logs too, man. I, I can just, see them. Wow. I know what you voted You ain't the only one.
2: <laughs>
1: but no. Um, are we uh, keeping these up still? Or,
2: like
0: well you know those are the final results right there so you know um we're gonna put up a new one probably tomorrow so you know people can vote on that and then next week i'll announce the final results for that one but yeah so basically the breakthrough artists of 2010 voted on by the people is both Nicki minaj and j cole shall we give them a round of applause
1: All right, you do it. I'll just, I'll nod. You can't see me nodding, but I am nodding. Uh, Are you happy with the results? Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, J Cole was leading, and right at the end, someone, someone had to, you know, pick the typical one. I mean, it was based on the MTV list. The official on tv list that happened and i was even surprised then that uh wiz khalifa won that one uh i haven't really heard that guy but you've said a couple of times as well that he's pretty good
0: it's not yeah bad. it's cool but i don't know like he sounds the same on every single track right? like you need to listen to his mixtape um oh what was it called cushion orange juice <laughs> okay <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, uh, he's okay though.
1: Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, I think. Yeah, um, I'm satisfied. I've um, got no complaints, really. The people vote, and it's a tie between what they really. What really should have been the winners, to be honest. I'm just glad people do realize J. Cole's around, really, because MTV and the fans that voted there didn't. Uh, Diggy Sims came above J. Cole. J. Cole came last. How is that possible?
0: Who came number one on the MTV? Uh, Wiz Khalifa. Oh, God.
1: Nicki Minaj was second. Travis Porter was third. Diggy Simmons was fourth. And J. Cole was fifth. Wow. It's like, Diggy Simmons crazy. Is, is no way better than J. Cole. What is wrong with the voting system? I okay. know. <laughs> so that's why I wanted to kind of bring up that poll as well. I wanted to like get an idea of, do people really like Diggy Simmons? and we don't we can't really tell by the glitch we've had but um,
0: yeah uh, i think what happened is three ghosts voted for him something. <laughs> three ghosts,
1: we are for ghost folks now so might as
0: well <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we just know these three casual ghosts that vote on our poll especially visit the epic network site every time good stuff but, yeah, no, um, it's pretty cool that, you know, people are recognising artists like J. Cole, especially here and stuff, and do appreciate to vote him higher and everything like that. I uh, knew Nicki Minaj would be higher up there as well with people. Everyone seems crazy about her. So, yeah, good result. Fair enough result.
0: <laughs> cool. So look out for the new poll, guys, and make sure you leave a vote. Um, We're going to get into yet another song. Now Chosen by Rams
1: Yeah, another Lupe Fiasco song um, I've been pretty crazy about him For the past few days at the moment To be honest Because uh, of the whole go to sleep And then um, It just got me listening to his tracks More and more and more This one is of His last mixtape that he released Enemy of the State A Love Story I think it's called Or it's the other way around Don't know um track called Yoga Flame, which is the Instrumentals' Lil Wayne, Fireman, I think it's called, but Lupe absolutely smashes his track and, again, leaves people in riddles. It's got people on YouTube going crazy, like, thinking, and most likely, him attacking people like Lil Wayne. Like, there's a certain lyrics in there which kind of relate to what... Lil Wayne sounds like and hitting the MTV list as well that last year happened which Jay-Z won came top and Lupe Fiasco was not on it for rightful reasons. Um, but yeah just listen to the lyrics and enjoy the track really. That's all I gotta say.
0: Alright, check it out, we'll be back after. Enemy of the state.
3: I call this one yoga. Flame. Yoga. Flame. Uh. On the flow, for the legs, resonate Breathing speed, regulate Clear my mind to levitate Y'all seen my beat the game, never egg And the good, never great, cause God is great So ain't no ghost, ain't no gate Pinses, see the rams, ran, lambs, left, shoot, scared Brace yourself, keep straight Fix your face with teeth say Breath they work, like piece of cake Fold up, flow it six for a roll, roll my roll, make it rain Not with bills, I make it change Take that cool shit, make it lame Take that nerd shit, make it bang Yeah, you heard just make it bang Yeah, you heard me make it bang not that change, and make a ring Take that ring and make a bracelet Take that bracelet, make a chain Look out for my necklace, ain't Connect the chain up to a crane Pull the game about the brains Couldn't I move them just with brains? So I had to use some blame Shot the drizzle, shot the wing. Yeezy, jeezy, rick it, 50, rake one low So good, you man I'm not gonna drop my name Sneak message to the masses, you can call me chocolate rain, you might think my wallet drained, look out from my pocket saying, that's cause I get pocket change, my net worth is basketball, they net worth is soccer games, tell them niggas stop the main, but they cannot stop the main, so they forced to watch it drain, they be looking so blue like water when I watch my james, king without the whopper ain't king without the popular ain't king and I ain't got no drains, Bruce Lee, dishwasher clean and out your pots and pains, these niggas ain't got no stain, power once I hit them with that powder, and the woman the shower, these niggas slower than some dollar be on my broadband These niggas still download ain't New finish, you still up on you? Send it, you share, Z-share How long you going to be there, damn Finally fast.com for you fam Information super highway. These niggas ain't got no lane But you can ride my shoulder Like they pulled you over I sit in the driver's seat You sit on the sofa I am Patrick Swayze You are Whoopi over Cause he was a beast And the way that he controlled her Rest in peace to Patrick, rest in peace, the Sax Kid, rest in peace, the rap, no, rest in peace, the wackness. Yeah, nigga, I am it. Baby boy with the glasses, he like a black rap, Zach Gallopinakis. Hangover, game over, nigga, that's it.
0: Enemy of the State. Okay, we're back. Hope you enjoyed the song. That was pretty hot right there, man. I like it <laughs> <I'm drinking>. <laughs> but, <laughs> good stuff yeah, yeah so um, that was the time for final thoughts before we close the show so have you got anything to say specifically
1: um not much just Charles Hamilton mainly he's kind of been the most discussed between both of us yeah he's just crazy uh not very talented artist, and very big headed of himself to say he's the greatest artist of the 21st century, along with J. Cole who he said he's the only person he'll work with, but um, it'll be intriguing to see what happens in the next few days with him you know, uh, if anyone will say anything about him what exactly is the beef that he has with Blue if anyone knows, put it in the comment below on the page that you watch this on, listen to this on, even. Um, also with Wiley as well, it was like he was forcing beef to happen with Wiley. The way he said it, he was, sa- he's saying, um, "I'm waiting for Wiley to address his beef with me." And Wiley's quite a laid-back man. <laughs> he's, I don't know, he's a very decent artist, and that that just sounded like Charles was asking for beef to happen. So whether it's him stirring up some crap or not, end of it all. He needs to go back to the mental institute, just like you said.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm surprised they let him out, to be
1: honest. <laughs> well. Got discharged. I mean, he put himself <laughs> in there in the first place. I mean, yeah. Keep him in there longer, please.
0: Shit, he <laughs> should be in the Arkham Asylum or something. <laughs>
1: Arkham Asylum. <laughs> not that much of a cool bad guy, though, to be in there. <laughs> idiot that's all he is. Um, like wise, uh, I think he can be a good president but only time will tell. Lupe fiasco released needs to release lasers already for anything more to be said about him and uh, Hollywood's just crazy <laughs> that's that's my final thoughts
0: cool um uh, yeah i just wanted to say um make sure you guys go check out that new m i a music video oh yeah sorry i
1: forgot about that as well that's a, it's a pretty interesting video
0: that one yeah it's the featured video on the site right now so you know you can just click play and watch it um um is there anything else i wanted to say oh, oh. Charles is here. <laughs> there
1: goes Charles. He's just jumped off a roof and back into a hospital.
0: Oh that's great. That's cool. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much it really. Oh, um Fifty Cent did something funny last night. He uh disrupts Shine's conference call. Uh, he made a video of it as well. <laughs> which is pretty funny. Uh, basically, Shine was holding a conference call on Ustream And 50 Cent called in to confront mm-hmm. him And ask him why he, he had beef with 50 Cent And, you know, it was just funny 50 was just being disrespectful He was being funny and yeah.
1: referenced Mel Gibson
0: well. Yeah, he referenced Mel Gibson <laughs> said, oh, <laughs> when you was in jail I hope you got raped by a pack of niggas <laughs> <laughs> That was yeah. funny
1: it's just the way he's shouting as well, it's just the way he's like, go shut up.
0: Yeah, he's shouting <laughs> over the phone. He was probably on mute the whole time that he was shouting as well, but I still. Could hear,
1: could hear the voices of Shine happening in the background, but it just seemed like the second time around he did it, He uh, when he was just having a massive gut in, it, it didn't seem like he was actually in the conference call. He was just like shouting over the live radio that was that he was streaming it from from XXL at the time it was happening but it was funny nonetheless if it was real as well that just makes it ten times more funny the second time round
0: <laughs>
1: real make it ten times funny also Kanye West he dropped his new single last night on radio See Me Now which features Beyonce and Charlie Wilson uh, let us know what you think of that track I think it's alright it's pretty simple uh, he did the acapella versions of it on To Facebook and Twitter employees And um, It's got a nice Soulful tune to it But yeah It's quite a basic chill out tune
0: Oh yeah speaking of Kanye He said something Um, I don't even know how to describe it Very interesting on radio last night I don't know if you've seen any headlines On this yet but He said that Nicki Minaj has the potential yeah. to be the number two rapper.
1: I was waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> only you could bring it up. <laughs> but yeah, he said uh, Nicki Minaj is um, only Eminem can top Nicki Minaj because no one can beat Eminem.
0: What, what would make him say that? Like he didn't even say that. Like himself, Kanye West is number two. Like why Nicki Minaj people? Yeah.
1: what happened to him being the greatest of all time <laughs> he even <laughs> references it in see me now he's like I'm the greatest of all time <laughs> and laugh some more and all that stuff um, I don't know everyone's just getting on the Nicki Minaj hype now they'll just say anything to get like credit and popularity and stuff oh, I don't know
0: He put her above a lot of people, though, man. I mean, (laughs) Jay-Z, who's like his big brother. (laughs) That was kind of surprising.
1: Speaking of Jay-Z and Kanye West as well, he releases the remix version of Power tomorrow. So that'll be pretty interesting to look out for.
0: Yeah,
1: Power, even when there's not even a full video of his song as it is, it's just a portrait. Um... Yeah, that's, that's
0: Kanye news done. Oh yeah, and also tomorrow, um, Roy Banks is going to announce a new record deal that he has. Uh, I think it's a one-album deal, you know, just to release his album Hunger for More 2. But yeah, that should be interesting to see, because um, 50 has a lot of enemies, man. <laughs> well,
1: he makes them as well, I mean, he just... I mean... Yeah, I was... He
0: just did Def Jam in that video. like. Just... <laughs> yeah, he just... <laughs> Death
1: Jam And he worked with LL Cool J, who's like a die-hard Def Jam, you know, signee. You know? That, just...
0: that was when, um, because LL Cool J was having problems with Jay-Z at the time, and Jay-Z was the president of Def Jam at that time, so LL Cool J was just kind of, you know, it was kind of his way of saying, Jay-Z, I'm not supporting you, I'm supporting 50 or whatever.
1: You can't insult LL Cool Jet at the same time. He is a legend in the game. He always will be a legend in the game. So, yeah. That that was interesting, But He just starts beef on anyone. (laughs) I mean, the one with Shine that he recently just did, like, a few hours ago or yesterday. He, um... I'm I'm guessing that has something to do with Murder, Inc. Or something.
0: Yeah, because, um... Like a couple of years back, when Shine was still incarcerated, um, he kind of teamed up with Murder Inc. and yeah. he, he did a 50 Cent diss from from jail. Plus, he did a couple tracks with Murder Inc. and stuff. This was around 2003 when you know 50 was just blowing up and Murder Inc. were trying to keep him down.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah. It's but, just
1: funny though because Shine's got beef with Diddy. 50's got beef with Diddy he so doesn't give a shit anyway and 50 just, just doesn't on. care about anything. <laughs> like just okay just... <laughs> uh, there's the whole interest as well of Fat Joe wanting to stalk 50 cent into a bathroom and have a bathroom brawl with him as well No, That's more. Being very strange Fat Joe you don't want to say that with your record sales going on I mean fair maybe enough
0: maybe he said that so that he could get the gay audience to buy his album
2: and... <laughs> maybe <laughs>
1: I uh, oh, no, that was just weird to say I don't even think he recognizes still that this is quite he said it in a quite you know homosexual way I don't think he knows still that he's you know, referencing a homosexual act follow him into the bathroom seriously <laughs> of all the places you want to fight and stalk someone as well you stalk 50 cent into a bathroom and then he goes let's sort it out man to man man, face to face it just sounds wrong what's wrong with you Fat Joe stop putting weird images in people's heads Uh, I
0: think I think what Fat Joe should do is you know he should invite 50 Cent to McDonald's to get a Big Mac together or something and just you know talk out all their issues because I know you know (laughs) that's that's his favourite place
1: (laughs) (laughs) it is 50 Cent's favourite place as well to beef up he did that when um, You know He lost the weight To play the uh, Cancer kid Yeah um, Apparently he went to Like McDonald's Didn't he And ordered like 70 burgers In one go And just piled on <laughs> So It's it's a It's a Traditional place then For them to meet up Mackie D's Get a Big Mac Just talk it
0: out Yeah But yeah That's pretty much My final thoughts So I'll um, cool. That's another dual perspective for you people. Hope you enjoyed it. Leave your comments. Subscribe to the feed so then you can get the episodes automatically. Um, You can subscribe through iTunes or anything else you use for podcasting. Um,
1: About the music thing as well. I think I've got a couple of people um, just adding me for some reason. I mean, I've mentioned that you can add me on Facebook, which is just Ramiz. Quadri, if you ever do, Uh, but I think they're music people as well, and I don't know if it's from our site to Facebook, but they keep telling me about their music, so if you want to just send stuff to me and everything like that, I will be happily, you know, send it to Gary, Swift, even, and um, he'll do the whole download stuff, whatever, well, we'll just hype them up on our page or something like that, isn't it?
2: Yes,
0: yeah, so submit your music to us Definitely um, You can email me at Gary at theepicnetwork.com That's Gary with one R And um, you know Ramiz at theepicnetwork.com As well if you want
1: to Two say. E's and a Z yeah. Because just in case People get my name wrong as well
0: yeah. yeah Definitely do submit your stuff We want to hear it So until next time We're out See you later. Peace.